1: Welcome to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am a Dan Day, it's a hump day, getting you over the hump to hump hump with some great sports talk on the way from the likes of the Joe Rose Show, talking to the U's A.D. Blake James, then the Dan Labattard Show, getting into everything that's going on with the nba and huck and crowder co-sign it plus they're going to talk a little bit of the heat nba playoffs path right now co-sign it here's some headlines the bucks have boycotted their game today against orlando in a call for racial equality the nba has postponed all of today's games including thunder rockets and lakers blazers the marlins blanked the mets in a double header yesterday for nothing then three nothing the two play again tonight at seven after being swept by the heat, Indianapolis has fired head coach Nate McMillan. Miami plays the winner of the bucks Magic Series. With rumors swirling that FC Barcelona's Luis Suarez could one day join the team, enter Miami, plays Atlanta United tonight at 8. Bruins Executive Director of Player Personnel, John Ferguson Jr., has interviewed for the Panthers' GM position. Boston remains in the NHL playoffs while Florida was bounced by the Islanders earlier. The Canes' safeties are said to be learning from legend Ed Reed, who is now part of the staff at Miami. They opened the season Thursday, September 10th against UAB. And now let's go ahead and take a step into the day spa. <sighs> Cooper City Police had to wrangle a loose cow last night as it ran crazy in the streets. Huh? At least Florida cow is getting some wild times this summer. satellite internet company is offering $1,000 to go on a 48-hour digital detox in the woods. Yeah, just throw me a few cases of beer and I am down. A man in Great Britain was awoken surprised and scared when he was greeted by a four-foot snake in his bed. I mean, what's the big deal? I wake up with a big snake in my bed every morning. While installing security cameras, a worker was surprised to find moldy, rotten sex toys in a woman's attic. Never know what you can find in grandma's attic. Now, on to weather. Tonight's forecast cloudy with temperatures in the mid 80s. Every morning, I gotta get my Joe in. No, not just coffee. Some Joe Rose, he's at Krantz in Hollywood. They make it happen from 6 to 10 weekdays right here on 560 The Joe. Earlier today, they caught up with the athletic director at the University of Miami, Blake James. He's a very busy man these days with everything that's about to start happening. As I mentioned just a couple of minutes ago, the Canes are going to kick off their football season very early, September 10th. That is a Thursday against UAB at Hard Rock Stadium in front of hopefully 13,000 fans. What are they talking about? Well, they're talking about those fans in the stands. What about conference transfers and the Canes fall testing?
2: Just wanted to ask you get right into it the home opener. Uh, thirteen thousand fans against UAB. What's been the response to start with, with uh, with your fan base?
3: I think people are excited. There's been five months of just an unknown, and so to get that news uh, this week was, uh, I think, something that uh, all of our fans are are very excited and uh, uh, look forward. Well, those that can be there, as you know, thirteen thousand. I-, I think I look forward to being out there and uh, seeing six exciting home games.
4: From obviously the governor to the mayor to Tom Garfinkel's plan, which is, I mean, he's been trying to put. In Place I'm sure for a while now, so he could have it out there. And I know that you said when you're on our show a couple weeks back that whatever the plan is for the Dolphins, we'll probably say to that. Also, thirteen thousand a good number for you? Were you expecting more? Expecting less? Like when you heard the number thirteen thousand, what was your first thoughts?
3: My first thought it was it was the the right approach. Again, credit uh Tom Garfinkel, the the Dolphins organization. They put a lot of time and effort into really presenting a, a great plan. And then obviously the the mayor and the governor have to look at it from a uh, health and safety for the for the general public, and I think between uh, what the what the Dolphins and Hard Rock Stadium put forward and the mayor's evaluation of it, I thought we came out at, at, at the right spot, and obviously, we'll look forward to being out there on Thursday, September 10th.
2: Blake, how do you decide now, because I figure you'd have a lot of fans really want to see this team. I think team's going to be really good. Um, how do you go about figuring out the 13,000 to get to go every week at home?
3: Well, there's a, there's a process in place like anything, Joe. It, you know, and any anytime you have a game, there's there's priority in, in how it works. And so there's a priority system, which uh, we're communicating out to the fans. Uh, they'll have an opportunity to take advantage of that next week. And then after we get through the season ticket process, if there's anything left, then we'll open it up to the general public. And, uh, you know, again, hopefully we have 13,000 uh Rabbit Hurricane fans out there on Thursday, uh, September 10th, cheering on the Canes.
4: Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm sure 13,000 is going to be very happy about being out there and being at a game. That's sure. Um, now, from your talks with Tom Garfinkel or the mayor or even up to the governor, whatever the case may be, with your conversations, is there a possibility by the time the season starts, we're, we're three, four, five weeks into the season, that that number goes up, or are we just set for 13,000 for the season, no matter what?
3: You know, Zach, that'd be a question for for the Dolphins or, or for Tom. I, I wasn't part of that conversation. And, again, they do such an outstanding job in managing the stadium. They were in good communicate, communication with us as to where it was uh, – what was being presented and, and where it ended up. But I, I wasn't part of those conversations with them uh, on the final piece, so that would be a better question for them to answer.
2: We got three – we've talked about this. I know we beat you up about this. Power five, three, three are playing, and two are going to wait till the spring. You've obviously had a chance to think about all the problems – I'm curious. I saw a guy from UCLA, an offensive lineman, wants to transfer to the portal right away so he can play. I figure there's going to be a lot of that from the other conferences that are playing in the spring. How How, how is that going to be treated? What's the NCAA decided on that?
3: I don't know that they've made an official decision on on something that happens in season. I think before the school year starts, Joe, there's, there's transfer rules that are in place. Uh, the NCAA has been clear in their communication with all the schools from dating back to March uh, that COVID-related issues are, are going to uh, get a different look than a, than a normal transfer issue. So not knowing the specifics of the individual that you talked about and, and his reasons ultimately for wanting to transfer, it'd be hard for me to answer that other than to say that I think the message that I've gotten from the NCA and I think all of us in, in, in the uh, Division One have received is they're going to look at these in a little bit different of a light. And So I wouldn't want to say, hey, that's going to be something that's going to be uh, approved right away. Uh, again, without knowing all the facts to it, uh, I would just say I think it'll get a, a different look than in, what it would in a normal situation.
2: Blake, what have you thought? It was kind of weird seeing the top 20. I don't know if you had a chance to see the preseason top 20, seeing teams in the top 20 like Ohio State that aren't playing until the first of the year. Very weird. Did you see that?
3: Yeah, and again, I, I think it'll be interesting to see once the season starts where where, where it goes from there. I, I know I saw you know one of one of the people online had, had posted, a, a, I guess, a, a a top, 25 poll of teams that we're playing in the fall after after that. So, I'll be interested to see what the, the pollsters do at the end of the day, as is as, as the case every year. Joe, you know, really our destiny's in our hands. We go out and take care of business. I'm sure we'll be a team that they're talking about at the end of the year.
4: Like I know no news is good news when it comes to the COVID testing and the coronavirus, and it seems like the football team, and the athletic department at least, been doing a pretty good job with all of that. Are you happy with everything going on with the testing? Is it daily testing? Is it every other day? What's, what's the latest on that right now for the football team? team just in in particular
3: yeah first thing I I guess I would say to answer your question Zach is is beyond I'm beyond happy I mean when you look at what our young people have done and and again I know we're talking about football but really across the board and the messaging that's gone from our coaches and our coaches and staff embracing it uh, for us to have the results that we've had which is is really almost percentage of of our people are are getting uh, our positive tests and and we're handling the uh, the contact tracing from there again I'll say all of our young people have shown they want to play because they're taking the guidelines that we've we've given them, and, and they're taking them seriously. And the results show that. And so, you know, beyond that, you know, it's a situation where we're in the in the process of finalizing uh, our testing for the the regular season. The way it looks right now, it looks like we're going to go to three tests per week uh, for those sports that we'll have in the fall. Um, and again, that's something that's that's still being uh, finalized uh, here right now. But I, I feel comfortable in saying that's where we'll be, and and I'm confident, uh, you know, all of our kids will continue to meet those expectations and that's not to say anyone's not going to come back with a positive test, but as I said to you all from the start, we've had great partners and and really a great group in Health, and, and I want to you know recognize Dr. Neimer and Dr. Kobitz who have, have really been on this from day one with us and creating a plan uh, for our kids to come back to campus, to be able to compete, and uh, again, recognizing anything can happen, and, and you're only as good as your, as your next test, I think as Coach Diaz has said, uh, to this point, all of our kids have shown that they're committed to this, that they uh, they want to put on the orange and green and go out and represent the U and whatever their field of competition is.
2: Well, they are important, Blake. I'm glad you gave them a shout-out. The, the doctors are so important to setting up a program for, for everybody in the sports department. That that was good stuff. I want to ask you, um, at, we, we had a situation in the Big Ten I thought was really weird. As you know, the Big Ten commissioner – I think he's about ready to quit. He is just getting hammered by parents and, and everything else. And, of course, it's a decision made by chancellors and, and presidents of the Big Ten. So there was some interesting stuff that came out of it. How often do you talk to your president uh, about everything that's going on right now?
3: Oh, Julian, I, Dr. Frank and I are in conversation every day right now. Uh, and, again, wow. I think, you know, Joe, we've, we've talked about this before. We have a world-class expert in in leading us and so i'll say i've had conversations with dr frank dating back to probably april about what he thought about this season uh, I'll, I'll share with all of you i've had numerous athletic directors and and commissioner swafford uh tell me just um the steady hand and and the the intellect that that julio brings to that conversation in that room full of presidents and and just the trust that they they have in in his insight given that this is his his wheelhouse and uh again it's uh it's something where i talk to him uh uh, uh daily and uh and again we're we're doing uh what we feel is is best for our young people to to be able to move forward and whether that's an experience uh academically on campus uh to the the uh, experience they have you know through athletics
2: I, I just thought it was really weird when the athletic director at Penn State said, didn't even know if the if the presidents even voted on this. And I was like, oh, you'd be getting, Blake, if you did that, you're asked to be getting called into the principal's office, man. Like, I, I was shocked to see that, man. That was crazy.
3: Yeah, and again, I don't want to get into, you know, how the, the Big Ten operations were. And obviously I wasn't in their rooms, and so I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I, I will say, though, you know, credit to, you know, Commissioner Swofford. Um, I think the, the presidents and chancellors in our league, uh, the athletic directors, and then as, as I've shared with you all, our medical advisory group. And so really you had three groups that we're in regular communication, getting regular updates as to where every group was, and then obviously the presidents and chancellors are going to make the final decision. But there never was a time where I didn't feel like I had a good idea about what what the presidents were going to be talking about. Uh, Dr. Frank always did a great job of of updating me from any conversation. Commissioner Swafford did a great job of updating the league ads after those meetings. So again, I think as a league, one of the things that's worked out very well for us, Joe, is just the, the communication between those three groups has been has been um, I guess very clear throughout. And and the other thing that has me just feeling good about the league is every step of this process, we've had unanimous Support and so there's been all 15 on board in terms of what we're doing as A's ads through each step of the process. And uh, again, I think just that really that uh, approach, you know, collectively as as a group and and just all being on the same page has just uh, helped us move forward to where we are. With that said, there's still a long ways to go. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, there's right. still a lot of challenges to do with this. And uh, I'm just looking forward to counting down the days to get into September 10th.
2: We really appreciate you coming on. We don't want to keep yeah. you a long time, but but thank you so much. Just uh, for the yeah, insight you, with the ACC. What you really said is the ACC's got their act together and the Big tens they they're a little messed up right <laughs> don't now. You like yeah, don't you put words don't put, don't don't put that, do that out there, Joe. <laughs> that's not what I said at all. <laughs> all right.
3: I, no, uh, I'm sorry. I just said I'm sorry. I'm, happy I said with that.
2: That. I'm sorry. All right. Blake, yeah, Blake. Blake, thank all right. you, buddy. That's, that's going to be the quote. Hey, on we'll see of you guys soon. Stay healthy. Thank you. You too, Blake. Thank you.
1: There you go, Joe Rose pulling punches. I kind of like it. I like the interview, but it was also like the year 2020, a roller coaster. Sometimes, yeah, and then you kind of get brought down. Oh, Yeah, they're going to play, but, you know, things could change. Oh, so I think we're going to be doing a yeah um, for a little while, but we'll keep you posted on all of it. Let's go. Yeah, right now with the Dan Lebitard Show
5: why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back and it's just it's really so sad like i should just be a coach
1: in about five minutes the dan lebitard show will comment on what doc rivers recently said about racial inequality and just kind of the craziness that's going on in the world and the nba here on the best of the joe show This is The Best of The Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 The Joe over the past 24 hours. I am Dan and like to give a happy birthday, lead singer of the band you're hearing, garbage, Shirley Manson. Shirley Manson has always been hot. Back in the 90s, even now at 54, Shirley Manson in the band Garbage—definitely not garbage. This is, i think I'm paranoid. Speaking of other music birthdays, Ola Ray turned 60. You might be saying, Ola Ray. Well. Ola Ray, Michael Jackson's girlfriend, in the Thriller music video. Mm hmm. The ladies of music birthday, Shirley Manson and Ola Ray. The guys that own your radio waves, our podcast waves, or radio.com waves, wherever you might take in some good sports content. The Dan Levitard Show, weekdays right here from 10 to 2. Earlier today, the guys sat down started paying attention to the NBA sitting down and maybe, just maybe sitting out for a while. We know tonight's games have been postponed. The Milwaukee Bucks, they boycotted a game. Doc Rivers, he weighs in and talks about life in America. And then they get a little Messier going.
6: So let's get back here to this Doc Rivers sound because, uh, and this is a bit conflicting for me, and I'm going to sound here because there are parts of this that represent conflict of interest for everyone at ESPN. We need sports to exist. We need them to survive. People are going to get fired here if sports disappears. So I am not here actively rooting for the NBA to go away with boycott. But if I were advising them, I would tell them to do it. If I, were, if I were advising the players, yes, take a couple of games away from the people and force the Milwaukee Bucks, yes. force people to pay attention to what is happening in Wisconsin. You can pause the money-making in the cash register for a little while. If I was advising them, even though it runs against our interests here and my personal interests, I would advise them to go ahead and send the message of leading on this one by costing us games.
7: This most recent incident happened close to uh, Milwaukee. It's in Wisconsin. Uh can you imagine Giannis, the Bucks, you know desperately want to win a championship, and if Giannis came out and said, Yeah, it's not that important, I'll eventually win one. Hey, owner Go make change. Go help instigate change in our city and owners. Help instigate change across the country. I don't That'd think I
6: don't think they're talking about boycotting the rest of the season, though. I think they're just talking about boycotting games. And I think that that allowed that is the compromise within all of this that you can foul up the NBA schedule and you can inconvenience America with a couple of games lost without costing your family the paychecks that it might need without costing your all of the money where you have to make a decision because that's you know kaepernick was forced to make a decision between his career right and his message and this is the message being brought outside the bubble by the people who are wearing on their uniforms as they cash in stugatz because for all the stuff that lebron james has done as a legitimate sports activist becoming an adult, when he applies the ego of I don't bend for nobody, that's what he says, but the money made him compromise on China. He gives you the ego of I don't bend for nobody, but no, you bent on China. You can't make change like this unless it's with money, unless it costs money. That's how you change this. And if you cost the NBA and ESPN and us and everybody some money and some discomfort, you've got our attention. Because what happened was corporations all shifted over those months when there were no distractions. And then we all got right back to business. You saw it everywhere. And so if they want to get your attention again, it's not enough to use the platform the way Doc Rivers is here. If I'm advising them, it's not enough to just simply let us hear about your pain, Doc. You got to lead now. It's not just about hearing the crack in your voice. You got to lead in a way that gets America's attention.
5: What stands out to me is just watching the Republican revenge, uh, convention. They're spewing this fear. All you hear is Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. We're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. We've been hung. We've been shot. All you do is keep hearing about fear. It's... It's amazing to me why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back, and it's just it's really so sad. Like I should just be a coach, and it's so often reminded of my color. It's just really sad. We got to do better, uh, but we got to demand better. Like we got, you know, it's it's funny we protest and they send riot guards, right? Uh, they send people in riot outfits. They go to Michigan with guns, and they're spitting on cops, and nothing happens. The training has to change in the police force. The unions have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us, just like they protect everybody else. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it before the game because it's so hard. Like, to just keep watching it. That video, if, if you watch that video, you don't need to be black to be outraged. You don't you need to be American and outraged. And how dare the Republicans talk about fear? We're the ones that need to be scared. We're the ones having to talk every to every black child. What white father has to give his son a talk about being careful if you get pulled over? It's, it's just ridiculous. And it just keeps getting, it keeps going. Uh, there's no charges. Breonna Taylor, no charges, nothing. All we're asking is you live up to the Constitution. That's all we're asking for everybody, for everyone. Thank you.
6: Mike Ryan, uh, Stugatz has been saying for a couple of days now because he's jealous that I uh, write essays for television uh, soaked in HBO Real Sports and Tom Rinaldi. He has said that he's going to write a messe and he had the perfect opportunity yesterday to write a messe about Lionel Messi, who was in the news because he's transferring it's an it's a monster move right it's it's Michael Jordan switching teams or Michael Jordan because it's even bigger than Peyton Manning becoming a free agent and us following him with helicopters Messi changing teams in his early 30s would be like Michael Jordan doing it
7: Okay, I was gonna to say Tom Brady, but he did it in his forties. So <laughs> it's
8: extremely rare in soccer because the top line elite athletes. You're usually picking your landing spot if you're forcing a transfer, kind of a handful of teams, and you try to decide, okay, where can I get the most money out of this? Like three teams that can afford the transfer fee. This is reportedly a free transfer. He had an exit clause. Now Barca and Messi are fighting over that because the language for him to exercise this clause said June, but he's like the season didn't end. It's an off season clause, and there's a pandemic, so there might be a fight over that. But Messi has his pick of the litter and you could justify paying him crazy wages because you're not spending millions upon millions for a transfer fee. It's a, it's pretty unprecedented for a player like him.
7: Alright, but it will still be a big story tomorrow, correct? Like, that's that's going to carry he's, a couple of days? Oh, I'm going to yeah, take a stab good. at writing a Messi today, this afternoon. No,
8: you're not. You're, not. you're not. He threw out the idea I'm and what it was great. Mean? It was a great name for it, right. but he's just hoping someone else does it for
7: him. Well, you and uh, we'll see. If you get it done this afternoon I will deliver it tomorrow morning. Just, uh, how about that?
8: Let's do the normal thing. Okay. You go rough draft and show like the slightest bit of effort.
7: Okay. And then I'll come in.
8: That's all it takes
7: for Mike. I show him just a little effort, a little, little pen to paper, Stugatz. and then uh, Mike fills Stugatz. in the gaps.
6: We've been doing it for 20 years around here, oh. Like The whole the whole thing is constructed to do that for you. How I, do you think your profound laziness has been rewarded? I'm a guy
7: who just likes to get the ball rolling, you know? No,
8: you don't. You want me to roll <laughs> the ball out for you. That's what happened with the Sugat's personal record book. I just wanted to buy in from you that it wasn't you, just going to be all me. Right. You, want a all right. your, you want your thoughts to immediately,
6: you want your thoughts to immediately result in direct deposits. That's how you involve us.
7: I'm an idea guy. I throw ideas out there. They're for the group, and if someone would like to execute and put a business plan together, I will then take it to the next step. They're not for the group.
6: They're for you. It's to enhance your lazy character into not doing anything but looking good and looking like he's doing something.
7: I throw it out there. It's chum in the water. If someone wants to bring me a business plan, I'll cut you out and bring it to an We'll throw I mean, a, it. Just
8: throw out a draft, and we'll massage it, and it'll be great, and it'll be your voice, you'll get praise, just do something. Just right. That's
6: it, just plant. Just fart out a seed, and Thug. we will fertilize it. Uh, <laughs> this is how we've been doing it for 20 years. I don't understand why you're just noticing this now. <laughs>
7: Bold prediction, nothing comes of this. Uh, now we're going to have a mess tomorrow. Well,
6: wait a minute, it's funny that you should say that, Mike, because when's the last time that I bet him something that was fully under his control, and I ended up winning the bet? bet anyway was it the color of his car yeah, The
8: color of his car oh that like was a you had the one. total
6: yeah. control and i bet you a hundred dollars that, that you mean. wouldn't do it because your wife didn't want <laughs> you to do it and you couldn't do it and you got the other car what's the bet right now i bet one hundred dollars that there will be a goat ate my computer excuse tomorrow and you will not get the seeds of anything on a mess <laughs>
8: mm. i mean i i just laid the groundwork for him to send me just two sentences what is the
6: bet uh, no it's got to be more than that for me like you got to give me more than that not something he can dictate into his phone on the way home (laughs)
7: let's have sugats decide what's fair uh i think one sentence is actually (laughs) i'm joking give me Uh, me two paragraphs i will give you uh,
1: that's that's a lot Uh uh-oh i don't know stugat's gonna get that mess going but once again referencing back to doc rivers comments all three nba playoff games today have been postponed the milwaukee bucks did boycott the first game of the day against the Orlando Magic, prompting the other games to be postponed. Uh, Of course, it's all in an act for racial equality and just for vigilance here in the United States when it comes to police brutality and all the other craziness that seems to be going on in the world. On top of all that, we have COVID-19. Crazy times, crazy times. I actually went to the University of Wisconsin. I know the area of Kenosha. Milwaukee, Racine, Wisconsin, very well. Very, very good people in that area. Hate to see all the craziness that's happening. But then again, I think America is filled with a lot of really good people, and we're all subject to that craziness. So let's love each other. And let's be good. Speaking of loving each other, Hawk and Crowder, they love each other. We love those dudes.
9: I think I'm taking Zion. Oh, get boy I think, listen. I, Hawk, <laughs> Hawk, Don't make me drive the Boca. Don't did make you just me drive drop the Volca. a boy listen on me. <laughs>
1: Reel them in with Zion, that's about 5 minutes away here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 The Joe over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Very interesting birthday today. Macaulay Calkin, 40 years old. You know Macaulay Calkin. A little screaming kid from Home Alone was also in My Girl, some other movies. But a lot of people don't know he is also a musician. The lead singer for the band you're hearing right now, their name The Pizza Underground. They are a Velvet Underground cover band that rephrases the lyrics into pizza lyrics. So they take Velvet Underground songs, and then they switch it up to be pizza related. Thus Pizza Underground. He's actually toured with this band Never seen them live. I had a chance one time too, but it was on like a Tuesday night at some obscure bar in New Orleans, Hi-Ho Lounge, if you know the New Orleans area, and I just couldn't make it out that night because I was working. So enjoy a little bit of this Pizza Underground, where once again, Macaulay Culkin, the lead singer, doing Velvet Underground song covers, but turning the lyrics into pizza-themed lyrics.
7: Take a
5: bite
10: of the away
1: hey I don't know about you but reimagining the velvet underground Lou Reed legendary band as a pizza cover band led by Macaulay Calkin, listen take
5: a the wild
1: I think it's genius while at the same time pretty stupid. So this song would fit really well into the Hawk and Crowder show. Some of the stuff we do, genius. Some of it just downright silly. So right now, Hawk and Crowder cosign it. Look at the heat. They've got a playoff path. Also reeling them in with some Zion. And Carmelo, is he moving in slow motion?
9: Solana was trying to move us along. He was getting angry at us. We just kept yelling cosign at him. Cosign. We think we're on to something big here. Working on a bit. And if anybody can appreciate a bag of bits, it's our own Alejandro Solana. <laughs> he loves the bag of bits.
10: Doing this for y'all. Baby, we're doing it for the consumer, Hawk. Huh?
9: That's why we do that.
10: For the consumer.
9: <laughs> hey, co- cosign. I cosign that.
10: <laughs> we're working, man. This thing. Today's show
9: out. is for the consumer. Cosign.
10: sign. Oh, it's working out beautifully.
9: See, this is why we came on late, Solana, because now it's perfected. Yeah. Cosine. Cosine. Talk about it. <laughs> Ow, <laughs> yeah, weren't you going to implement Talk About It Tuesdays? Yeah, Talk About It Tuesdays. Well, let's just go with talk about it Tuesdays, All right. Ethan. All right, let's All right. just do talk about it Tuesdays. Small flaw, fellas. It's Wednesday. <laughs> well, I'm saying, oh, he, you know, he's talking about the bag of bits, and he's he's angry at us for. But he told me yesterday or Monday that he was going to implement talk about it Tuesdays. Yesterday came and went. I think I told him a week ago that I'd like a new open for the searing pain movie review with Jay Fig. How's that coming along? Oh, we'll find out today, won't we? <laughs> well, will we?
10: He's still sassy. I got he is. you, Spice he's, Man.
9: He is. He is man yesterday, spicy, he did the spicy. show shirtless yesterday. <laughs> Things were hanging off like he was. He was. If you missed it yesterday, this. This dude was feeling it. So what do we have? Magic Bucks today is the uh, 4 o'clock game. So if the Bucks advance there, then we'll know the actual matchup. And then do we know what the schedule is, Solana, for Heat Bucks series? Let's say the the Bucks do advance today. Do we know when the first game would be? Not yet. I haven't seen anything yet. But it's looking
11: looking more like it's going to be either uh, Sunday or Monday. So it's okay. Like. But
9: to me, I I'm just starting to wonder if other people are wondering kind of the same thing, which is the Heat and the Celtics seem to have had the easiest time in the playoffs, right? Just yeah. romp four-game sweeps. And I wonder is there any notion that the Heat and Celtics are the two elite teams in the East or do we still all default to Milwaukee is the elite team in the east.
10: I think we default hawk and looking both at um the Celtics beating the 76ers without him without Simmons, the Heat playing without Zabonis. Like you if you put context to it, you still got to ride with the Bucks. I'm right. said it, Hawk, I'm not I don't think the Bucks are this dominant team that we we've painted them all year having the best record in the NBA. Chris Middleton is he a real number 2, but you're talking of just about the East Hawk. I think we're still
9: going with the Bucks. Same with you Solana, Bucks still the elite team of the East? Yeah, I mean they have the best player,
11: right? And I, right. I think when you have the best player and like you said before the playoff started, this might come down to the best player saying, get out of the way, give me the ball. And yeah, I mean, Giannis is, is elite. So yes,
9: he's the best player by a wide margin against the Heat, right?
11: In the East, I think he's the best is he, player by a by a wide a margin. margin, right? Until yeah. I
9: guess what KD is healthy, right, right? KD's the only one that would be in that echelon, right? In the East,
11: yeah, maybe maybe oh. Tyler Hero in like Isn't a it? season or two. <laughs> hey,
10: why are we going East? Isn't he the best in the league? Like, yes, he's the best in the East because he's the best in the league, correct?
9: Well, I don't know. I, I was gonna if you were starting a team right now, I was gonna ask this of oh. Cornbread if you were. Starting starting a team right now Luca Greek freak. Giannis. Giannis all day. Young, long. He
10: he he his body, his ability, Giannis all day. And he's a puppy. Giannis I mean, all day.
9: Luca's a puppy puppy. Yeah, he's young. And he, he can't. Even he make can, yet. I mean, he he literally, I mean, as big as they come and uh can kill you from outside, inside. Like I, I, I don't like you you can start a team right now. So we know it's not LeBron anymore, right? That's due to age. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, not KD age. anymore. That's due to what? Injury concerns? Concerns.
10: Injury and age,
9: right? Yeah. So, like- I- if you're starting a team, do you think the, the the first and second picks, if you're starting a team right now, are Giannis and Luka Doncic?
10: Mm. Yes.
9: We have Solana.
10: Kawhi is Kawhi old like oh, some... Yeah, Kawhi. And then it's funny because with the Boston guys, why we never talk about the Boston I know. guys. Tatum and Jalen Brown. We never speak about them, but they're a great damn
9: team. They're good.
11: Yeah, but when you're you're talking about an individual player, I don't think Jason Tatum is in that conversation. yet. Like he's definitely Oh,
9: someone texts in Zion. I think I'm taking Zion. <laughs> oh, get
11: boy I think... listen.
9: Talk, I... <laughs> talk. Don't make me drive the Boca. Did you, Don't did make you
7: just me drive the a
10: Boy, listen on me. Brought <laughs> it, boy. You brought that out of me, boy. My, Ooh, heart, my then, heart. I just saw something escape from you, boy. Listen, <laughs> my heart rate went up. I'm holding my my artery in my neck right now. Well, I, I'll Come I on. will tell
9: you this: Zion goes in the first five picks.
10: Still, right now, I go Zion. Yeah, yeah, because over of him. age.
9: Because of age, I go no. John over Zion. His. Zion can change a game in a way that yeah. Ja can't because in, of his size.
10: In a career-long minutes restriction, that's what heavy man <laughs> Jim is doing. <laughs> heavy man Jim always needs minutes
9: restriction. <laughs> huh, don't do this to me early in the show.
10: Bro, it's 2.08. You not <laughs> uh, do this to me at 2.08. Right, well,
9: just, I forgot about Zion until someone texted <laughs> it in, and now I, I do think he goes in the top five, though. I I do. They'll, they'll take um, a chance. You're right. I think it's wrong, but they would take a chance with his age and ability. So, yes, he would, uh, he, would, he,
11: would re, he would go to the top five.
9: So, let's get headlines uh, out of the way here real quick with Alejandro Solana.
11: Guys, we got to talk about the Marlins. We do. Hmm. Talk about it. Talk about it. Cosign. The Marlins yesterday did something they've never done <laughs> in their franchise's history. They had a double, hash, uh, double header yesterday. They won game one, 4 nothing. They won game two, three to nothing. They Talk swept about it. a doubleheader. First Talk time about it. the Miami Marlins have ever
9: done that.
10: Go sign.
11: Well,
9: not the first time that they've oh, ever swept a doubleheader. First time they've ever swept a doubleheader by shutting out the team in both games.
11: Correct. Yeah.
9: This is our Marlins celebratory song
11: really my goal <laughs> to is play it? this at literally any other time than you want it to be played
9: i understand i think it's worthy of it though what they did yesterday is worthy of it did you see that dude uh steal home oh yes. my goodness he crawled crab home. walked yeah crab yeah, walked yeah
10: I couldn't even show my son that because I don't want him to get bad habits. No, he stole no,
9: second, then he stole third, and then beca- and that was a really heads up play. I mean, not not the the tripping part, but real heads up plays. <laughs> kind of watching the uh, the catcher throw to the pitcher, and he's throwing it in a super lofty fashion, and he just took off. Like you can't uh, can't be lazy when you're the catcher pitcher in that situation.
10: Playing is always good until you start tripping and crawling. But <laughs> at least he made it because that was the man that would have been funny as hell. It went from ESPN top 10 and it could it was two seconds away from ESPN yep. not top 10 yep that that's yep. the weirdest thing but I, I enjoyed it it was funny 100
9: <laughs> somebody texts in Hawk Crowder just took the the Zion lure
8: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
9: <laughs> oh I call myself something here Solana help me bring this in help me bring this in. Dan, can you help me bring this- up? Oh, no, Dan fell down. <laughs> Go fishing oh. with a bucket of pictures of Zion.
10: What's oh, I'm going to catch me a Crowder
9: today, guaranteed. guarantee yes, so Look at this. I think I'm going to get me- I got my Zion lure, yeah? Oh, you brought the Zion lure? Yeah, let me see if I can catch a Crowder. <laughs>
7: that
11: didn't Man. take long.
10: Man, you <laughs> had me hot for a second. I calm down now.
11: All
9: right, anything else, Solana?
11: Yeah, the Marlins, they play the Mets. Of uh, their third of fourth game against the Mets, 7, 10 p.m., Elias Hernandez. He's on the mound tonight for Miami.
9: Marlins, by the way, are a half game back of Atlanta for the NL East right now. They're a wild card team, but they're a half game back of Atlanta for the division.
11: Inter-Miami, they play Atlanta United tonight, 8 p.m. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Looking for their second consecutive victory, also their second ever victory, franchise history. <laughs> That's funny. The Pacers, they made headlines today. They fired head coach Nate McMillan after getting swept by the Miami Heat. Bye. Mm, You're taking jobs, baby. Yeah, man. In the NBA tonight, Magic Bucks, 4 p.m. We were talking about it earlier. Milwaukee leads three games to one. And then Thunder versus Rockets at 630. That series, guys, is tied at two apiece.
9: Man, I mean, what what's with the Rockets? It's a conversation for another time, but they never seem to be able to get stuff together.
10: Yeah, and Russell, like Russell being out right now, that's that's what they brought him there for. You can't be we,
9: out. We talked about Oklahoma City at the beginning of the season being one of the worst teams in the league. Remember, Paul George wasn't even going to play. Yes, Chris Paul, you mean. Chris, Chris Paul, Paul wasn't even going to play. I mean, you, like you felt bad for him, right? Yeah.
10: Yeah. And now he went and I yeah, we all talked about I'm not a fan of his, but he he's making the best out of that with that, that chicken they
9: gave him, I'll tell you that much. I tell you what, um he's making the best out of it and Carmelo Anthony in uh Portland making the best out of it.
10: Carmelo <laughs> he moves in slow motion but it <laughs> works sir he's but older do y'all notice do you watch carmelo even his defense is just slower than like he just it's like he's out there floating it's, like it's a wicked, methodical
1: it's methodical <laughs> the,
10: witches of Eastwicker. he's just floating around <laughs> out there but it works it works
1: well we know we're not going to see carmelo slow-mo anthony tonight all the nba postseason games have been postponed after the milwaukee bucks earlier today boycotted their playoff game against Orlando, searching for racial equality and awareness for it in this country. Interesting move. Good move right there, I think, by the NBA. Don't know what else is going to be affected. I know some baseball games are going on right now. Inter-Miami is supposed to be playing tonight. We're just going to have to wait and see. That's what 2020 has been all about, waiting and seeing. Of course, we are waiting to see the Dolphins this year. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? We don't know, but a lot of people had speculated that Josh Rosen, who might be third string, requested a trade. Here's his comments on that.
8: Because I
11: like competing, but I think a lot of it's there's just a lot to learn. And I think uh, you have to kind of treasure the moments that you're with uh, 16, uh, 16, 17, maybe year vet with Fitz, um, a coordinator like Chan who's been around the game for a long time. So. Um, I don't really know when or where, hopefully this year here, um, get a shot to play. Um, but I'm just trying to focus on preparing for that shot, um, as best as I can. Um, that's within my control. And, uh, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm actually pretty satisfied with how I've come out and played this training camp. Obviously some holes here and there that I I definitely need to improve on, but, um, I think, I really think I'm, I'm sort of trending in the right direction. I'm, I'm, uh. Enjoying it more than I ever have, actually.
1: Who does he sound like in that press conference? Hmm. Maybe head coach Brian Flores? Just kind of coach-talking, player-talking through? Yeah. So why not get a little player-talk, coach-talk from the coach, Coach Flores? Recently, the Dolphins, they cut defenseman Curtis Weaver. He's from Boise State, fifth-round pick. Thought we are going to get him back for some reason, but uh uh-uh. He got signed to the Browns. A lot of people kind of saying, well, why pick him, cut him, injury reserve, all types of stuff. This could have happened. What's going on with that? Coach Flores responds. Oh,
0: Weaver brought there. So, again, a lot a lot goes into, you know, these decisions, the injury itself, player performance, salary cap, death at the position, next year's draft. There's, I mean, there's, you know, A lot that goes into it those conversations are had by myself chris brandon the coaching staff um so you know um he's uh i mean he could get claimed uh it's a small percentage of players who do get claimed in this situation um so we'll see if we get him back we'll know uh this evening
1: he got claimed by the browns so we're gonna have to go on without him he will not be on the team but hey still september 13th, New England, Miami, whoo, it's going to be a good day because I think they have the early game at one o'clock, get to watch that, then my Saints are going to be playing after that, originally from New Orleans, going to get to watch that, it's going to be so good, might have some NBA playoffs eventually, we'll have to see how that plays out, it is James Harden's 31st birthday, here's James Harden on his haters. Dead silence, he said. I'm not talking to the haters. I don't need the haters in my life. So, James Harden, happy 31st birthday. NBA, stay strong. We'll keep you up to date on everything that is going to be going on with that particular sport and everything that they seem to be doing, but also football, baseball, soccer. Once again, MLS tonight. Inter-Miami going for their second win in a row when they play Atlanta United at 8 o'clock. Very excited for that. And then, COVID-19. We're living in it. Some Netflix, some fun, hanging out. Remember, you can download the podcast for this show or any of the shows you've heard on the radio station, whether it be Hawk and Crowder, Dan Lebetard, Joe Rose Show, because you got some extra time to listen. Our website, wqam.com, the radio.com app, or wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free. Got any questions for me? I'm here for you. Hit me up on social media, especially Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. Let's do it again tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Right here on 560 The Joe, this is the best of The Joe Show. Later, slug.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?